The coronavirus has upended the status quo around the world. Cities are on lockdown. Healthcare systems are struggling and entire industries have shut down. And in the tech world, almost no other company is in the crosshairs of this crisis quite like Amazon. I'm Joni Salzman. And I'm Ben Fox Rubin. And this is your Daily Charge. Ben, Amazon is crucial to getting people the things they need in their homes. How is Amazon coping with this crisis? I would say it's been a bumpy start to begin with, but that's very understandable considering how much has been upended in just the past couple of weeks. So they had to deal with price gouging, fake products, uh, shipping delays. They're now hiring about 100,000 U.S. employees, part-time and full-time, to try to respond to this huge surge in demand as people have now turned to Amazon and some other e-commerce players for just basics like toothpaste, food, so much more than before, obviously, uh, which has been really crazy to watch as they're really trying to really change around their logistics to respond to a huge spike in consumers just purchasing stuff um, to try to stay in their homes during the crisis. So talk to me, let's start a little bit back at the beginning. One of the first problems that Amazon had to deal with as this pandemic was spreading across the world were was this price gouging problem, you know, people trying to get any sort of disinfecting things, get masks, that sort of thing. How did that, that seems like that was the, really the first big challenge that they faced. How did they deal with that and where are they at now? Like, can people get wipes on Amazon at all? Last I checked on this, I think they actually shut down listings on a lot of that stuff. So as far as masks, gloves, uh, disinfecting wipes, things like that, I think they might be selling it directly themselves. But uh, if you're a marketplace seller, like an independent merchant that lists and sells on their website, I think you're now barred from doing that. I know for sure eBay did that too. And it was because, you know, if you're going to try to sell Purell for $300 and somebody's going to try to buy it because they're desperate, Amazon and eBay both feel that that's a very bad look for them. They do not want to be uh, intermediaries for that kind of situation. Right. So what would you say, the next thing that kind of sticks out to me is that they made this decision to prioritize shipments of these sort of essentials that people need. And that seems like a gigantic task. I mean, what is the scope of making this sort of change and how they approach, you know, the biggest part of their business? Uh, that's, that's a great question. It's really hard to answer it because it is so complex. Um, the company sells hundreds of millions of items. So what, uh, how, how they actually figure out how to do that, whether it's toys or musical instruments that we're now going to deprioritize, whereas, um, certain items like baby formula or toothpaste that they're going to prioritize and make sure they get those shipped into their warehouses, whereas the other items aren't. I'm sure it's a huge Herculean effort for them to do that. But at the same time, they're really trying to trumpet this as, hey, we're here for the consumer. We're trying to help you out. And they understand. I mean, I I don't mean to sound glib about this at all, but they are definitely making a lot of money right now. So they (laughs) want to make sure that they are doing right by the customer, but also coming out of this in a positive light. I, I, I hope this sounds right, but that's, that also, they are a business. They're not a nonprofit. So right. they want to present themselves the right way in this crisis. So in order to manage 
this dramatic change in how they're approaching deliveries, they're going on like an epic hiring binge. Do you have any idea like what are the what's the what are the parameters of that? And is that actually happening? How's it going? Do we have any status update on that at all? It's probably going to take months yeah. uh, to hire that many people, 100,000 people in the U.S. Uh, they've also said, look, if you're a restaurant employee or you're in an industry that did get shut down, uh, we want we want to bring you in even temporarily because Amazon was struggling to get warehouse workers in the first place to come into uh, their warehouses. They're just hiring so much and they're growing so quickly. So this is an opportunity for them to get um, some new employees coming in while they're slack in the market. Uh, the, one of the problems is, is that they're going to have to do a lot of these interviews virtually. Yeah. So that's going to be another limitation that they don't want to bring people in. So there's not going to be this big uh, um, jobs fair or anything like that. That would be a huge problem. Right. Now, tell me if I'm missing anything, but I feel like one of the other things that Amazon has had to deal with is like every other business, they've had people confirmed positive for coronavirus getting COVID-19. They have to deal with their workforce also in the thralls of this epidemic. How what's been the situation for Amazon, the fact that they're on the front lines getting these important items to people, but also dealing with the workforce that that might come down with this virus? For Amazon's leadership specifically, that adds an additional curveball, an additional difficult element for them to actually achieve the mission that they're trying to achieve. For warehouse workers and delivery drivers, some of which I've actually spoken to directly, uh, they're very upset, they're very worried, yeah. and uh, they feel like Amazon is not standing by them enough. They want more paid time off. Um, they want more safety procedures in place. Amazon obviously says that they do a lot of that stuff, but... Uh, we're working from home. They get up, they drive to uh, their office, which is a warehouse, and they are around other people. Maybe right. it's not a lot of other people, but uh, I, I certainly understand and sympathize with a lot of what they're saying, uh, these warehouse workers and these delivery drivers, where they are providing a critical need uh, for people, especially elderly people, especially people with pre-existing conditions that are especially vulnerable to the virus. Um, but they're worried for their own health, which is entirely understandable. So uh, I did write a story about that. And, and I, I think it's a critical problem that Amazon needs to find a way to get right. And I don't really know what the answer is there. So what's next for Amazon? What are you watching to be the next crisis, the next solution at Amazon? Uh, it's It's really been changing so quickly. It's been changing every day. So it's really hard to say. I'd be curious to see whether they um, manage to speed up their deliveries in any way, whether they ramp up more food deliveries, because obviously that's a really essential need. Uh, they've also started a pilot effort or very small effort in Seattle where they're delivering and picking up uh, uh, COVID-19 tests. So we'll see if they do that in more places, whether they try to use and augment uh, their logistics uh, in, in specifically related to the crisis and helping in medical needs as well. So um, there's there's probably a lot that we're going to be seeing in the next couple of days and weeks as it relates to the company. That's all we have for today. Tomorrow, come join us again as we look at how Netflix, YouTube, and all the streaming services are grappling with the crisis themselves. If you have any questions about today's topic or anything you want to know about tomorrow's, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or leave us a voicemail at 862-250-5713. For The Daily Charge, I'm Joni Salzman. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. Thanks for listening.